lift up your voice. Tell the Lord how much more of him you need. Today is that we will see you and we will know you. 
Lord, that you exchange our weaknesses for your strength. That you perfect the imperfections in our lives. That you complete the incompletions in our lives. That you will dot all the I's and cross all the T's to make us meaningful. That when our lives are being read without and within, it will make meaning. That the impact of us being the salt and the light of the world and the earth will be excellent. I ask, O oh Lord, that you open the eyes of our understanding. Grant each and everyone the spirit of revelation. And as you bring us your word, O oh Lord, that we will not only be hearers of your word, but we will also be doers of your word. The Bible says that it is he that doeth the word that is considered wise. And it is he that doeth the word. The Bible says that this man shall be blessed in all his deeds. Please preserve everyone. Anyone that came under the attack of the enemy will live free. Any words of the enemy waiting to become like an albatross around the neck of people, we arrest them in Jesus' name. And we declare that let the power in your word bring us liberation. We come before you that you perfect us once again. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, Lord, how I need my one defense. your hands together for the Lord Jesus if you're excited about this morning and I want you to shake hands with somebody to your left to your right behind you in front of you celebrate them let them know how much you appreciate God for their lives I thank God specially for your life and I know that you are a blessing and you continue to be a blessing somebody shout me a believing amen how many of you are, are, are enjoying the presence of the Lord this morning? All right. Give a clap unto the Lord if you don't mind. And I'm bringing you a very short word, hopefully by the grace of God, that has been titled, The Lord Help My Voice. Amen. That has been titled, The Gates of Hell Shall Not Prevail. Yeah, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Hallelujah. And um, the, whole of the, the whole of this month, we have been on a journey talking about... I need you to take notes if you can. Otherwise, I want you to be very attentive so that you can grasp some things. You know, Jesus said, come and learn of me. He said, all you that are heavy laden, come and learn of me. Now, if you are taking notes on your mobile phone or gadget it is fine but be careful it doesn't distract you somebody shoots you a text what's up then you know be careful otherwise you might miss a very important point that the lord want to give you once again i try as much as possible to make all my preaching bullets you know bulletins points so that at least you can grab something hallelujah yeah because sometimes when it is flowing just like that without point, some people find it difficult to make points out of it. So I go the extra mile of making it in point. But 
For the whole of this month, we've been talking about the church in the realm of the supernatural. Why the church is so important. We'll be talking about Jesus also talking about the fact that I'll build my church. Hallelujah. Now, and we've said that the church is the most important institution upon the earth before God. Before God. I'm not talking about before the before the the government. I'm not talking about before the people of the earth. Because Bible specifically says that the things of God are foolishness to the world. Hallelujah. You see, the things of God. But the church, please believe you me. And I've taught you from the scriptures. So if you don't even believe me, believe the scriptures. Hallelujah. Now the church is the most important entity upon the earth. The most important, the most significant institution upon the earth before God. When God looks upon the earth, Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 and 31 says that my eyes are looking for just one man to stand in the gap. You see, the church is the ransom for the world. Hallelujah. Now the church is the most important and most significant entity before God for two major reasons because number one, it is the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Is it okay if I take a quick sip? I hope you cut that portion from because <laughs> I want the water warm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Right. Now, the church is so important to God because of two things. Number one, it is the body of Christ. Amen. That is why you take time to groom yourself. Hallelujah. There are some ladies when they go into the bathroom to dress up, to bath and dress up, minimum of one hour. Yeah, minimum of one hour. Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes when they, do I have witnesses? Sometimes I wonder. I said, what, what are they doing? Minimum. I remember that we used to have we used to have somebody who lived with us whilst we were in Ghana. When she goes into the bathroom, one so sometimes I'm I'm like, mommy, go and check. What is she doing? Is she bathing herself and bathing her children, grandchildren, born and unborn? You just go, you pour water on yourself, put pour me a soap here. Bra, 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 bra. Ooh, what are your five minutes you are done? What else? Hallelujah. But by the time you see, why do they do that? They say that I am polishing my body. The church is the body of Christ. That is why Bible said that you know that Jesus washes the church. You see, that is why I'm saying that. The taking care of the church to God is more important to him than you because we are his body. Hallelujah. When you read Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26, it talks about the fact that Christ washes us with his word. Look at that. That he might sanctify and cleanse it. Give me from 25. You see, 25 talks about husbands love your wives as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it and then that he might sanctify and cleanse it. So sanctifying you and cleansing you and I and his body is more important to him than us. You see, he said, with the washing of water by the word. So anytime God sends his word, as the word is coming, it is also washing us. Somebody say, I am being washed. 
So for just those two reasons, that it is the redeemed body from the grips of hell. And number two, it is the summary of the finished works of Christ. It is the expression. It is the evidence of the finished works of Christ. Now, if you never remember anything throughout the whole of this month, don't forget these two things. Why is Christ building the church? Why is God interested in the church? Why is the church more important to God than anything upon the earth? Because of these two reasons. Number one, because it is the body of Christ. And everybody takes very good good care of their body. And then number two, because it is the evidence, it is the receipt. When you go to the shop to buy things, and then we ask you, if you have ever gone to a place like Sam's Club, it will make meaning to you. When you finish buying, and then you get to the entrance, you have paid, but somebody will check the things that you have bought, right? And then what do they ask you for? Your receipt. Why? Because the receipt is the tangible evidence that you have paid for it. Yeah. You see, the church is the tangible evidence that Jesus, the work that God sent him to do, it is done. So, it is nobody destroys his evidence. If this is your evidence and you know that this is my only, because your, listen, the, the potency of your case is your evidence. Yeah. The potency of your case is your evidence. If you don't have an evidence, you don't have a case. You can rattle. You can be an orator. You can speak Greek, Hebrew, Hebrew, everything. You, you can't you can defend yourself without evidence. Let somebody come. The person can't speak, but the person has evidence. The, the person's case will be taken. So the church is the evidence of the finished works of Christ. You see, that is why he said he will build it. But in the attempt to build it, remember we said that he will build it upon what? Revelation, right? Because what you see, you cannot what? Deny. What you see, you cannot doubt. So every time God wants to do something with us, he wants us to see it. Because, you see, it is, it is that seeing that increases our faith. That is why when you read the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17, Romans 10, 17, Bible says that, and faith cometh by hearing and hearing. The two hearing are not the same. The first hearing is information and knowledge. The second hearing is conceptualizing what you have heard. You see, somebody comes to you, he said that, young lady, I'm going to marry you. We're going to make a very beautiful home one day. We're going to raise up three children. We're going to do this, do that, do that. Then all, you start smiling. You are not smiling because of what he's saying. But you are picture. Thank you. You are seeing it. Then you are seeing. He said that. And we'll be going for vacations. And then all of a sudden you are seeing yourself with your three children. And they are all dressed. And as I'm talking even right now that I'm not saying anything to you. You are conceptualizing it. When you see it, you can't grab it. And when you see it, you can't doubt it. I always tell you the story of how I had already seen at least three children. And I had already seen them with their names. And they came to pass. Hallelujah. Now, so, it is important that we understand. Do you know that in Matthew chapter 14, thank you Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 14 from verse 28 to 31, it was what Peter saw that made him sink. You see, it wasn't the sea that made him sink. It wasn't the boisterous wind that made him sink. It was what he saw. What Peter saw. You see? Now, I was so surprised. Look at the scripture. Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come unto you upon the water. We all know this story, right? When Jesus was walking upon the sea and then 
Peter said, it is a spirit. The disciples said, it's a spirit. Then they said, no, it is not a spirit. It is Jesus. Jesus himself said, it is not a spirit. It is I. Then Peter said, Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. So Peter now got off and then come down out of ship and he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But look at something. Can we all read the first statement? Ready, go. But when he saw the Okay, I have a question for everybody here. Can you see the wind? Oh, madam, can you see the wind? If you have ever seen the wind, lift up your hand and I'll give you something. If you have ever seen the wind, can you see the wind? So it means that Peter conceptualized what the wind can do to him. Are are you getting it? So he didn't just see. So that is what I'm, this is what revelation is all about. It's not just the thing that is physical. We call those things that be not. Romans chapter 4 and then verse number 17. We call those things that be not as though they are. That is how God builds his church. You see? Romans 4 and then verse 17. He said, as it is written, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things that be not. So your ability to see is your ability to call those things that be not. I see your marriage. I see your healing. I see your deliverance. I see that business. I see your work with the Lord ascending higher and higher. I see the Lord using you to deliver many people. I see the Lord using you to build orphanages for people. I see the Lord taking you across the nations of the world. And what you are doing is that you are solving problems for humanity. Can you see it? Yeah. I see the Lord using you in the, in the real estate field. Are you seeing it? Yeah. In Genesis 13 and verse 14, as verse 15, Genesis 4, 13 and verse 15, he said, for all the land which you see, to thee I will give. So until you see, it cannot be given to you. Until you see, until you stop seeing all the negative things. When Peter saw the negative, Peter was looking at Jesus. If I go back to the verse number, the, 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 um, the Matthew chapter 14 and then the verse number 29. Again, look at verse number 29. Bible said that, and he said, come. Now, verse 30. And Bible says that, and when he saw the wind, you see, he was afraid. But before he was seeing the wind, he was seeing Jesus. You see, what are you seeing? What you see, the Lord will give it to you somebody is walking here I mean from here into their glorious destiny and then Jesus told us that in an attempt to build my church there will be opposition hallelujah there will be opposition so Jesus said as I build my church there will surely be contention against it but it shall not prevail Matthew chapter 16 and then verse number 18 so Matthew 16 and verse 18 and I say unto you that you are Peter upon this rock I will build my church the gates of hell shall not prevail the word prevail is a military term which can otherwise be interpreted as contention you see to overcome so he's saying that I will build my church the gates of hell will not be able to contend and overcome so we are in a continuous contention 
whether you like it or yes that is why paul said i have fought the good fight and he said fight the good fight but this fight is not for your money it is not for your wig it is not for your eyelash it is not for your husband it is not for your academics this battle is for your faith because when you lose your faith according to first timothy chapter 1 and verse number 19 when you lose your faith you make a shipwreck of your destiny you destroy your destiny according to hebrew chapter 11 verse 6 we can't please god except by our faith luke chapter 22 and then verse number 30 and 31 jesus said to peter Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. <laughs> but I have prayed for you that your faith faileth not. The greatest commodity of the believer is his faith. So the, the gates of hell fighting against the body of Christ, which is his church, ladies and gentlemen, is a contention against our faith. And so, if Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against it, you know, we must know what the gate of hell is. And then number two, we must know what must I do in order for the gates of hell not to prevail. Am I talking to somebody? So, I'm going to give you under these two sub, subheadings, few points. Number, the first thing I'm going to talk about now at this juncture is to tell you or to define to you what the gate of hell is. Now, because the gate of hell is somebody listening because the gate of hell is not a geographical location we can't define it with one definition if it is a geographical location we can say that when you are on the northwest broad street and then uh, let's say we say that the gate of holy hill chapel it is a geographical location that is why we have an address so we can define it by an address anything that is geographically located can be defined by an address but the gate of hell is not a geographical location. So we can't define it by Otherwise, we will not pitch the church by the gate of hell. But everywhere, all over the world, the church is there. Wherever there is a believer, the church is there. So the gate of hell is not a geographical location. So we got to understand, what then is the gate of hell? And then, when you see, you see, when you know what the gate of hell is, Bible said that we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. I think 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11. Let's see if it is so. I think 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11. He said, oh, he also, uh, uh, chapter 2 verse 11. Uh, maybe chapter 2 verse, but it's in verse 11 somewhere. Somewhere, somehow. Now, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. So we need to know the devices. If it is not a geographical location, we need to know what it is. What is the gate of hell? So that when you see something, you say, oh, this is the gate of hell. Because if you don't know it, it can come to you as an angel of light. So what is the gate of hell? Is it a good message? Now, we can understand the gate of hell when we understand the meaning of gate from the scriptures. So I will give you four interpretations or four definitions or four explanations of the gate of hell. Number one, the gate in the Bible signifies an entry and exit point. Please write it. Gate in the Bible signify number one, entry and exit point. Now, 
So, the gate of hell, the gate of hell is therefore any opening or any exit or any entry and exit point that the enemy attacks the church. Anything that limits the advancement of the church, anything that stagnates the advancement of the church, Gate represent entry and exit point. When you read the book of Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Joshua 6 and verse 1. Now Jericho was straightly closed. It was shut. The gate of Jericho was, great, was straightly shut. Because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Now, you know that God wants us to advance, right? Now, any child of God that is not advancing is a problem before God. Because if you give birth to a child and the child is not growing, you will be troubled. Hallelujah. Uh, In case you want scriptures for it, I can give you Luke chapter 13 and verse 6 to 9. In Luke chapter 13 verse 6 to 9, the Lord Jesus said that a certain man had a fig tree. And then he went to see if there was fruit on it. But when he went, there was no fruit. So he wanted to cut it down. And they said, sir, don't cut it down. Give it one more year. And then let us see if it will advance. God wants you and I to advance. If we don't advance, if we don't progress, if we become stagnated, if certain things limit us. Now, listen, the reason why God wants us to advance is because we are conduit for his goodness. You see? You are a blessing to others. Look at what he said in Genesis chapter 12. He said, I will bless you that you be a blessing unto others. God can deliver. You see, God can trust everybody to become a conduit. The Lord can trust some people. So if the Lord blesses somebody to become a blessing to the world and the enemy is able to stop the person from advancing, it becomes a gate of hell. It becomes an exit and entry point. Somebody understanding me? You see? It is an exit and entry point. And this is the reason why I also say that every child of God and every member of the church must be careful they don't become the gate of hell. Because you see, gate is an entry and exit point. Now, in this room as we are, that is our gate, right? If we want to go out, you can't go out through the wall except your spirit. But if you really want to go out, you got to use that place. In the same way, sometimes you open the door and you want to go into your room. By the time you enter, a fly has already taken the lead. Do I have witnesses? Have you seen it before? You open the door and then, then the, the fly enters. Now you become angry that you even opened the door. Now, so the gates of hell as an entry and exit point are avenues through which the enemy can enter into the church. And if the enemy wants to enter into our bodies through our body, either through our skin, through our nose, through our mouth. Amen. That is why when COVID came, they said people should wear masks. Because they said that that sickness can enter into people's body, some people's body, through their nose. So, if the nose of the church, the nose of the body of Christ, become an entry point for the devil to enter, Bible says that there are those that Nicodemusly enter to drain some people and to cause some people to fall. People, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Listen. One day in the book of Job chapter 1 and verse 6, 
in the church of God, the sons of God have presented themselves there. The Bible says that Satan also was there. Among the disciples of Jesus, there was a Judas. Everybody fulfills a scripture. Be careful you don't fulfill the negative scripture. Don't become, don't become the, the, the entry and exit point for the devil to enter into the church. You see, don't become the reason why somebody stumbles. I, I read a certain scripture and then I became afraid. Now look at, look at, look at, look at this scripture in the book of Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 6. Don't become. If you went to the hospital to get healed, don't become the reason why somebody will contact your sickness. Whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it will be better for him that a millstone were hung about his neck, that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, don't become an entry and exit point. You see, this is why we have to guard ourselves. And this is why the Bible said that be your brother's keeper. When he said be your brother's keeper, he's not talking about the father monitor the person. But it means that if I know that by me, a jaw will fall, I must make sure that you go and fall somewhere, not by me. If you know that by you, Solomon will fall, make sure that you go and fall somewhere, not by you. Amen. I know you, don't, you will not say amen to this one. But I said amen before I came, so it is fine. When I get to the place that you want to say amen, you can say it. But this one, I know you may not like it. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, don't be my downfall. Help me, help me, help me. Well, some people attend the church to be healed. Some people attend the church so that the devil can get them. You don't believe it? You want me to give you scriptures? Amen. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, don't be a slave king. And tell another person, don't be a slave queen. Why are you in the kingdom that I might see Jesus? No, we are not saying that you are an angel. But we are saying that you can decide to guard the entry and the exit. Don't be the entry for the devil. Don't be the exit. If you will be anything, be the exit for the devil. But don't be the entry for the devil. Somebody hearing me? I'm talking about the gate of hell. It is an an entry and exit point. It's an entry and exit point. You see? Isaiah chapter 60 verse 11. Blessings are supposed to come through the gate. The Lord said that I will set before you an open door and no man can shut it. Don't let that open door. The, the Lord, as the Lord is setting open doors, devil is also setting open doors. Anything that God is doing, Satan is also doing counterfeit. Listen, many people don't, don't realize that anything that God is doing, Satan is also doing counterfeit. So if God says that I will set before you an open door, know that Satan will also set before you an open door. That is why it's not every door that is an open door. Some door, open doors are trap doors. Do you know a trap door? Abba, a trap door is the one which when you open, you enter. You can't open from inside the gate, no. 
there are some doors you enter if somebody doesn't open from outside you are doomed that is the type of door Satan opens but the door that God opens is a two way door yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you didn't get that one and the Lord is setting before somebody a two way door nobody can shut it <laughs> hallelujah he said this is the kind of door that the Lord sets look at that he said therefore your gate shall be open when and they shall not be shut day nor night that men may bring unto you the forces of the Gentiles and that their case may be brought but when the devil opens a door it is a one way door you enter Kukuru then it shuts before you you see <laughs> praise the name of Jesus that is why Bible says that bread at in secret is sweet but afterwards it turns to gravels look for the scripture for me he said bread eaten in secret is sweet but afterwards it turns to gravels that is a trap door that is, it is in the book of proverbs hallelujah number two As, now look at hey! Somebody say Proverbs chapter 9 verse 17 Somebody say stolen waters Waters that are stolen Waters that are drunk in secret They are sweet oh One day I saw the status of somebody I said hey This guy is a bad boy Do you know that Do you know what I do you know what I saw in status? He said, the best moments in life are the moments that cannot be shared with, that cannot be shared publicly. I thought about it. I said, this boy is a bad boy. I thought about it. I said, this boy is a bad boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, what kind of moment? Me, 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 the greatest moment in my life are when I'm in church and I'm dancing. So which one can't you express publicly? Is it not a major secret? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Stolen waters are sweet. And bread eaten in secret is what? Give me verse 18. <laughs> but what does that? But he knoweth not that the dead yay. Tell somebody, stop drinking secret waters. Number two. What is the gate of hell? Please, is somebody following the teaching? Amen. Oh. The gate. Number two. The gate of hell. In fact, let me write that Proverbs 917 scripture. I will use it in second service. Proverbs 9. Hey, hallelujah. The second meaning or definition of the gate of hell. It represents a place where decisions are made by decision makers. Yeah. In the Bible times, the gate represented a place where the council will always meet.
I want them also to be blessed. Amen. Yeah, get them for me. Number two, the gates of hell represent, by you players, the gates of hell represent a place where decisions are made by decision makers. Now in the Bible, the council, the elders of the people will stay at the gate. Now, they will stay there because they took decisions at the gate. It was the fortified place because it was the entry and exit. Now, when you read the book of when you read the book of um, uh, Esther chapter 2 and then verse 21. In Esther chapter 2 verse 21, Bible said that in those days, while Mordecai sat in the king's gate, two of the king's chamberlains, the, now the chamberlains are the parliamentarians, the congressmen, the decision makers. These were the kind of people that told the king that, let Vashti not come before you again. And the king took it. Now, Gates represented places where decisions were made. So, the gates of hell are the avenues where Satan makes decisions against the church. If you're writing, you can write it. They are demonic places where judgmental decisions are taken against the church. Any place where demonic decisions are taken, demonic judgments are taken like the witchcraft coven, demonic altars, platforms where the devil gets to operate, any such thing becomes the gate of hell because in those places, judgments are made. Judgments are made. That is why the Bible does not enjoin us to be part and parcel of all those kind of things. When you read the book of Numbers chapter 22, verse 6 and verse 12. Numbers 22, verse 6. Now, here was Balak, and Balak was a king. And Balak had hired a man, an, an anointed man. His name was called Balaam. And what did he ask Balaam to do? He, all that he told Balaam to do was that, Come now, I pray thee, and curse me these people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure, I shall prevail. That we may smite them. Now, he called them, he called him to come because he had an altar that he could take a decision that could be influenced spiritually. You see, when you see, that is why the Bible said, I suffer not the witch to live. Because they operate in platforms that bring judgment. You see, listen, listen, listen. If the devil wants to do anything, if God wants to do anything, they must pass a judgment on it before it manifests. Take note of that. Everything that must happen upon the earth, it must go through a judgment in the realms of the spirit. That is why when you read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and then verse number 14, and then 15. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14. He said that the natural man receives not the things of the spirit. You see? For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he discern them. Because they are spiritually discerned. But 15 says that. But he that is spiritual judges all things. You see. So spiritually we judge things before they happen. So the gates of hell are demonic arenas. Demonic platforms. Demonic covenant. People enter into nasty covenant. Blood covenant. If I don't marry you, 
you won't marry anybody. I won't marry anybody. Because of youthful exuberance, they cut their blood. Now they make a covenant, a stupid covenant. It becomes a demonic altar that a decision has been taken. Yeah. You see, sometimes people go to places like somebody like Esau. When Esau told his brother Jacob, give me a morsel of bread. And then he told him, give me your birthright and I'll give you the bread, the, the pottage. And then he did that. It was a demonic platform. A decision was taken. The gate of hell. So sometimes, so you read in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 24 to 26. Look at Hebrews 11 and 24. By faith, when Moses was old, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. But verse 25 says that, but he chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. Now, these demonic altars are sometimes platforms that we exchange God for the world. Anytime you come to a place where you can sacrifice God for a temporary relief, you have raised a dem- you have allowed the gate of hell. Is somebody getting the teaching? You see, we, we, we don't want to be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Number three, the gate of hell. Number three, what is the definition of the gate of hell? Number three, it is a place of separation. It is a place of separation. When anything becomes the reason why people are separated from their helpers or people are separated from other people, that thing becomes the gate of hell. Now, when you read the book of First, Second Kings, chapter 7, now, when you start reading from verse number 3, okay? Now, when I finish, I will explain to you what the, gate, what the separation I'm talking about. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. Now, I will explain. Those days, when there were leprous people, they made them stay outside the gate. And then the correct people would stay inside. So, they stayed outside because they didn't want them to come and contaminate them. Okay? So, they would stay outside of the gate. If any trouble, let them die first. And then the correct people will stay within. So, they became... So, the gate became a separation. There are some people... Bible says that there are people that can separate others. Let's read uh, Proverbs chapter 6. And let's start from verse number 16 to 19. He was talking about six things that God hate. And he says, seven are an abomination. He said... <laughs> Look at that. Ajo, are you reading? He said that there are six things that God hates. Okay? Now, but yea, the seventh one is abomination unto him. So for the six, he hates them. But the seventh one, it is better you don't even practice it. Because it is a gate of hell. So let's read. A proud look. One, the Lord hates a proud look. Number two, a lying tongue. The Lord hates it. Number three, hands that shed innocent blood. Right? Number four, Heart that device wicked imaginations. Now, you see, so you are there and then you are thinking, ah, because they didn't give you the microphone to sing. Ah, if she, as she's singing, the microphone falls down. Like they will know that, uh, they will know that life is, uh, you know. There are some people, they don't want well for other people. You see that somebody's dressed nicely. Hey. Hey. Your suit. <laughs> it's nice. Oh. Hmm. 
But they, are you getting it? It's like they don't like good things for other people. No, it is witchcraft. People who don't like good things for other people. When I see people be blessed, I'm so excited. Do you know why? Because when I see you blessed, it means that God is within the enclave. When he leaves your house, he's coming to my house. And Bible says that the glory of the latter house shall be better than the former. So if I am angry at your breakthrough, eh, I can never advance. You see, somebody marries. Don't say, hey, I'm very surprised. These women to all the men, they didn't see anybody. This man to all the ladies, they didn't see anybody. Don't do that. You may never get a proposal. In Nobody will even say that your nose is beautiful. You'll be surprised. Hallelujah. Be happy when people are blessed. Ay, 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 ay. When I hear that churches are increasing, I, I recently I've been passing by a new vision. I see that they are putting new structures. I said, Lord, I bless you that they are expanding. This shows that you are blessing your body. And I said, but Lord, as you bless them, remember us. Yeah. I don't go and say, hey, God, you are partial. Oh, you are partial. Look at these people where they are building and still you are giving them up. And we are still looking for, no, they started like us. Be happy when somebody is being blessed. What was the scripture again? Proverbs chapter. So we were on point what? We said that, uh, no, the counting. We were on count what? Count four? Are you sure? No problem. Start from, start me 17. This one won't fight. Give me verse 17 again. <laughs> Let's count. A proud look one. Number two. Lion tongue number three. Hands that shed. This one before somebody beat somebody. No. Uh, 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 hands that shed in blood. Number four. A heart that divides wicked imaginations. Number six. Feet. Number five. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. Number, number six. The, the next one. A false witness that lies. Bible said that six things the Lord does what? Hate. But the seventh is what? Now look at the seventh one. The seventh one is what? He that soweth discord amongst brethren. Anybody that you see talking to you about somebody in order to infiltrate your love and your affection for the person, the person is a gate of hell. Yeah, cut them off. You see? Uh, this one is like that. There are some people too in the church, they see only wizards and witches. They see everybody is evil. And they read conspicuous, uh, um, 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 what is that word? They read, um, oh, there's a word that starts with C. I'll find it. They read strange meaning, you know, into everything, everything. One day somebody came to the church. He said, ah, the background, the background that you were showing, they were showing some background with some round something. He said, that round this thing, I don't like it. I said, brother, why don't you like it? He said, it reminds me of when I was in the well. Spirits used to come through round things. I look at him, I said, I said, you are not, you are not, the forces are still with you. I said, your friends are still with you. Said, so your friends are still with you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. A place of separation. The gates of hell. A place of separation. So you become the reason why anything that God has done becomes separated. You become the reason why the church is disintegrated. 
You become the reason why the choir is disintegrated. You become the reason why first impression is disintegrated. There are some people, they enter into a company, that company becomes troubled. They enter into somebody's home, there is trouble in the home. Hey, sister, why? Brother, why? You can become the gate of hell, but the Lord said you will not prevail. That is why in this house, I don't encourage, you know, um, association of Yoruba youth. Yoruba youth association. No, 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 no. When we go outside, we can do that. Association of college students. Then they have met. So those of us who didn't go to college, are we cockroaches or ants? Praise the name of Jesus. Those, you see, I'm not saying that they are bad. But me, I don't like that because it brings barriers. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I like it when I see you. Hello, sister. <laughs> then we laugh and then we are going. But to show this God. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. Slim Ladies Association. And the other one. Same year, believe in amen. Number four. It's okay. Continue. Number four. Edit it out for the radio. Number four. Hallelujah. <laughs> Number four. What is the gate of hell? I told you I was giving you four meanings of the gate of hell, right? The gate of hell is a place of enticement into the traps of the devil. The devil cannot get you except he first of all entices you. If you become an enticement, you become the gate of hell. In Genesis chapter 13, when you read from verse 1 to 2, Bible said that the Lord had blessed Abraham mightily. Abraham went with Lot. And then in verse number 5 of Genesis 13, Bible said that, and Lot also had been blessed. And then, there was confusion between them. So now, they wanted to separate. And Bible said that Lot lifted up his eyes. Now verse number 9 to 10, Genesis chapter 13. I'm still in Genesis 13, verse 9 to 10. Look at verse 9 to 10. Bible says that, it's not the whole land before us, I pray thee. Choose you which way you go. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Look at the next verse. Kate, are you here? Okay. Lord lifted up his eyes and he looked at all the plain that it was well watered before the Lord would destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you come unto Zohar. And verse 11 says that, look at verse 11. Verse 11 says that, then Lord chose him all the plain. Look, oh, first of all, he was enticed all the plain. And Lord journeyed east. And they separated one from another. Now, look at verse number 12 to 13. And 12 to 13 says that, Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan. Lord dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. He was not in Sodom, oh. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. But remember, the gate represents enticement. When the guy got to the plains of Sodom, he should have remained there. Do you know that even in Genesis chapter, 12, uh, chapter 19, the only place that the Lord spared was Zohar. Give me the verse 11 again. Look at verse 11. Now, verse, uh, no, sorry, verse 10. The verse 10, Genesis 13, verse 10. Uh-huh. Look at that. He said, and even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you come unto Zohar. Now, so when he came, when he left Abraham, he went to a place called Zohar. 
He stayed there. And then the gate of Sodom and Gomorrah started enticing him. You know, there are many people that are enticed by the things of the world at the detriment of God. That is why on Friday, I was telling you that don't take a decision based on money. Don't take a decision based on gold. Take a decision based on God. And he will give you gold. If you take a decision based on gold, you will miss God and you will miss gold. That was the problem of Lot. Lot took a decision based on gold. Him, Bible says, give me the verse number 5 again. Look at verse 5. Bible says that Lot also, which went with Abraham, was filthy rich. He had flocks. He had heads. He had tents. When he was returning from Sodom, he lost even his own wife. And I was telling you about Ruth and Naomi. How they returned back empty. Because their husbands took a decision, not because of God. They went to the land that they went to because they were looking for money. Some of you are still young. You'll be finishing college. The Lord will be giving you opportunities. Remember that every door that will be set before you, it will be either the door of the Lord or the door of Satan. That's what I've been telling people. Don't take a decision based on money. One day, one of my daughters came to tell me, there are three men that want to marry me. I said, sister... Give me two and let me distribute. Because I'm needing some for some people. <laughs> and I said, so after some time, she didn't come to say anything. So I called her and said, sister, the three men, how far now? <clears throat> and then she said, papa, I let them go. I said, sister, why? She said, all of them want me to leave Tennessee and join them at their place. And I told them that because of the things I do for the Lord. That thing touched me. So because of the things I do for the Lord and this and that, I told them that they will have to relocate. But they were not ready to relocate. So I said, In other words, it's a Greek term. It means that let trouble take its trouble away. What is the foundation of your decisions? Please ask somebody for me. Now, now by sitting behind you, ask it for me. Jedha is sitting there asking for me. What is the basis of your decision? Is it God or gold? Is it God or gold? It is a place of it is a place of enticement. Now, do you know something? In, 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 in the book of in the book of Genesis chapter nineteen and verse number one. Look at Genesis nineteen and verse number one. Now, when he went to the place of Sodom. The gate of Sodom enticed him. In verse number one, Bible said that, and then when the two angels appeared at Sodom in the evening, Lot was in the gate. Hey, Lot! Lot was in the gate. Brother, you were in the play. You made this gate entice you. Hallelujah. As somebody said, a certain gate enticing you. Are you learning what the gates of hell are? Is somebody with me? You see, are you allowing a certain gate? When the people, the guy that was around the place, the place of Zohar, now the angels have come to check the trouble upon the land. Bible said that when they came, come and see Lot. Right there at the gate. Hey! Now he was a parliamentarian. He was a congressman. Listen, sin, <laughs> sin is never satisfied though. Oh, it will start you with one. You will never be satisfied. 
never be satisfied. Praise the name of Jesus. Please, is somebody following what I'm saying? That is why I always tell people, please listen very well. That's why I always tell people, avoid playing with your weaknesses. You will never be satisfied. Oh, you know, you know that your problem is women. All your friends are women. You are a stupid boy. Because you are playing with fire. What is wrong with you? Are you a foolish boy? You know that your problem is this. Then you are, you are now massaging their cheeks. Keep on massaging. You are feeding your weakness. You don't know. Know that your problem is alcohol. Remember the gates, the gate. Listen, remember the gates of hell is wanting to take your faith. The problem is alcohol. Now you, oh, now, 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 you know, your greatest soul winning area is the alcohol bar. <laughs> By the time we come, they have won you over. Because here is the thing. If I stand here, and then Pastor Solomon is stand, okay, no, you are even heavier. Come, 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 Deja, come. Yeah, Deja, come. You know, it's okay. Now, if I am standing here, and she is standing here, and somebody, come, pull me and let me pull you. Pull me, pull me. And then I am pulling her. Who who pulled her? Who pull? Who, who, I'm really pulling her. No, you leave me. You leave me. Pull. You see? Now, even though she's physically weaker than me, who pulled the other? Why? Because she was down and I am on top. That is why Bible says that, let him that thinketh that he stand, take heed lest he fall. Stop being foolish. Don't play with fire. Then you come and stand here and say that uh, it's a generational curse. It's not a generational curse. It's foolishness upon your head. You are joking with fire. Look at what Look at somebody understand the, the message that I'm preaching. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 27. What does Proverbs 6 27 say? You know that you, when men touch you, trouble. Can I can I stay? <laughs> I'll, I'll do part two. I'll do part two on Wednesday. I'll do part two on Wednesday. So, so, so let me finish preaching. Can we all read the Bible here? Ready, go. Can a man? That is why you must avoid staying in the same closet with your ex. Oh, don't say that. Oh, you know, I'm married. He's also married. She's married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we are all destined, destined, destined. You are not destined, destined, destined. Can we all read it? Ready, go. Can a man take? In his and I, I think this one we should practice a second this our brain fire and I ask for a volunteer and I'll put it inside your dress. You'll be surprised that a lady will go naked here because of the fire. God, you can't you can't you are not an angel, you are not a spirit. When I say an angel, I'm talking about a spirit. Hallelujah. And his clothes not be burned, verse 28. 
can one walk, walk upon cold hot coals and his feet not be bare? Verse 29. So he yelled. The scripture is there. Amen. Oh, oh. Hallelujah. Who can read English? So he don't go wedding to his neighbor's wife. And this may be talking about wife, but in actual fact, it refers to anything called your weakness. So what did Paul tell us in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1? Mr. are you here? Prince, are you here? Wherefore, seeing that we are... <laughs> Wherefore, Dahlia, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, what should we do? What should we do, brothers and sisters? Let us do what? Lay aside. Listen, listen. There can't be generational curse perpetration without generational desire. If you turn the knob of the propane off, will it still flow? So if it flows and then the fire comes, don't say that it's generational curse. The witches and the wizards, they don't want me to progress. Turn off the knob. You must turn off the knob. That is why I say you, I, let, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't like this message, I know. Lay, let us do what? Lay aside every weight. So they are weight. You know? And what? And the are you here? And the sin which does easily. That is what I'm talking about. Everybody has some weakness. What you used to deal with. Maybe you are still even dealing with it. So, simple, suffocate the source. I want you to write it. Don't watch me. Suffocate the source. That is what it means when you say lay aside. Let us lay aside the weight and every sin that easily beset us. You know that you can't handle this. Amen. And do you know why I'm, I'm preaching the, these things so much with fire? Because we are young. Are we not young? So, as a young person, I'm not going to preach to you about um, will, prepare your will. When, when I meet 90 years, I'll tell them. But you, these are the things that I need to tell you and I first. Do you understand? Because this is what is more important to us. Amen. You see? Lay aside every weight and the sin. So, check yourself. You know that your own is anger. When you are being provoked, run away. Run away. Don't stay there and say that I'll handle it. Are you Methuselah? Hallelujah. Or are you even Enoch? Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not. By you, your walk. Amen. Your walk. <laughs> it's not working. 
Let, and let us lay aside and let us do what? You, oh, let us do what? So there are things we have to run away from them. Don't joke with them. Do you know what it means to run? Listen, when that's the word I was going to say, flee. It means that jump without direction, but to safety. Please write it. <laughs> jump without direction, but to safety. If you like, let us put a snake here where these ladies are. They will forget that the chairs are arranged. You see the way they will frocoto upon the chairs. Somersault over the chairs. Because, sister, why? There is a snake there. Oh, but this is the way. No, there is no time for wait. Once there is an escape route. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes. I will do part two. Wednesday. Because part two, I'll be talking about what must I do to avoid the gate of hell. Oh, oh you want me to continue? But second service will be starting now. Amen. I want us to close our eyes. Say, Lord, the gates of hell will not prevail against me. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege and opportunity. Help us. Now, we will always identify the gate of hell. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. All right. I want you to lift up an offering unto the Lord. Lift up an offering unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Lebroski panda da baya zentelebeye. Miriasko pandelebeye. The mighty name of Jesus. Please lift it up. Father, we thank you for the privilege, the opportunity to sow. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for your seed. Now we do by cash up, by tightly, and all that. The Lord bless you. Father, bless every seed that is coming in. To advance your kingdom. May we never be put to shame. Our tithes. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please drop it with joy. Drop it with joy. Drop it with joy. Let's pray over the communion. If somebody is leaving after first service, only them, then you give them their communion. I would love for you to stay for second service. Please remember we will have extended copal. It's a long time we really had it. And I want you to be part of it. There is something that the Lord has laid on my heart. And I want to talk to you about it this afternoon. So extended copa will be at 1.30 p.m. I want you to be part of it. Father, we bless the communion. We declare your hand over it. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Please, they will lift up their hands. Though they will be living after first service. And the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord empower you. Amen. All right. Second service starts very soon put yourselves together i want to meet all the instrumentalists right now here please you brought in your tight let me see you here brought in your tight first timers oh i'm so sorry if today's your first time can i see your hand up today's your first oh my bad let's celebrate this wonderful woman please can you come to me wow well is this not powerful
What? Can I give you a hug? Oh, please. What's your name? Tabitha. Tabitha. Wow. Forgive me for saying it, Tabitha. I love it like that. Tabitha. Tabitha. Depends on when you schooled. And who invited you, Tabitha? I'm sorry? Who invited you? Uh, Afia. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Do fear God bless you so much. Please give me a form for her. I want you to fill it for me. And then um, Minister um, Desiree is going to meet with you very briefly. And I also talk with you. Okay. So please, let's celebrate. Thebita, invited by Ifia. God bless you. Yeah. All right. Let's be on our feet. The Lord bless you. Say amen. amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. The Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you and make his face shine upon you. Let's share the grace of God. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The fellowship. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Let's take our prophetic declaration. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives.